What is up, everybody? This is Recap Rewind. I'm JLag. And I'm NB. And this episode is recapping and reviewing Riverdale Season 7, Episode 13. And it's called Chapter 130, The Crucible. Ooh. Oh, uh, stick around for the ending, guys. We're going to go through our recap roundups, our best moments, our best lines of the episode, and your guys' recap roundups. So be sure to stick around for day yet. As always, to our continuing listeners and our brand new ones, thank you so much for joining us. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe to the channel. Let's get into the episode. Yes, let's get into Yo. it. Poppy is back. Poppy returns. Poppy returns. And mommy returns. And mommy returns at different times, which is probably which is- due to scheduling issues. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait, I kind of wanted them like together in, in the same scene. scene. Yeah. So what did you think of the episode? I thought it was good. I think that there's like, I feel like we finally understand like what the story is for this season. Like this whole thing with the, the people and the comics and like for the, sure now. Yeah. I think that this is it. I don't know how I feel about that, to be honest, because I feel like when we first started talking about this, like, whole comic book thing, we're like, at least I was like, I don't know if this is, like, all I really want from the final season, this whole fight against comics. But there's so much more to that, right? Like, it's not just the comics. It's, like, everything. Yeah. It's suppression. It's suppression across the board. Um, So that's an interesting take. But I do feel like they're kind of going a little hard on the comic book storyline a bit. But I think that that's all we're going to be getting. Um, I enjoyed, like, how they brought in all the little pieces to connect to the story of the Crucible. Like, having to basically deny who you are and mm-hmm. lie to be something other than what you want to represent. Um, I think that's very, um, I think it's really poignant, especially, like, nowadays, what's happening in the world today. So I think it was a good, the- well-themed. Um interesting but also like very like i just want clifford to die <laughs> like literally and his wig i want to burn his wig throw it in the pile of books and burn yes 100 100 what did you think of the episode you know what i i liked it uh not one of my favorites obviously um but i do feel like the overarching theme of this season is one that is so significant and one that i wish like i always say i kind of wish we got this in the one of the earlier seasons because it's so the essence of it is like this american town with these american youth and what's happening to our culture and oppression and all these like really great themes to discuss and talk about in a teenage drama right and they were they are able to tap into all these different storylines because of that uh i think it was a huge missing point to waste this on the final season because at this point we are still waiting for answers and we are still like okay guys where are we though like come on like right where's our like original characters yeah yeah but having said that like there's still some great like tidbits along the way I think um, Varchi had a great scene this episode. And as much as we are, you know, Varchi, I have to say um, that this is the final season, guys. And like, I'm seeing all these tweets and people are like, Varchi, you need to like shut the F up. Like you already had like enough, like guys, grow up. We are in the seventh final season of this like, show. How yeah. are you still losing sleep over a ship? Like, yeah. just grow let's, up. Let's not do that. 
go let's on with the storyline appreciate the storyline for what it is appreciate like an organic storyline happening which is really what varchi was like that one scene was this week and i did appreciate it right um just enjoy the ride like it doesn't always have to be this like dramatic like versus ship versus ship like right it's the final season we're done and we're also soon. A- and we're also a- acting as if like Riverdale really made any sense to begin with. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, like, let's not pretend that like any ship, any storyline, like they're it's like, not oh, worth it. You're and- Marchy, You must have daddy issues. Like you must like <laughs> they, like try to like study your psyche to like understand right. why you're a ship. Like, bruh, it's I a also, TV show. <laughs> it's a TV show. Get over it. But also, I like. I personally was kind of down for what happened with Varchi this episode. I was 100%. like, when you think about the push and pull, uh, like, if you really want to be a comic book person, it's the push and pull of Bar- like Archie, Betty, and Veronica. Like, that is what we're getting this time around. And it's not in a way that's very combative for the girls. It's more just like, in the moment, they're attracted to him. He's surprisingly attracted to to the girls at a certain point in time as well it happens it literally happens it's high school it's guys. high school literally I mean, come on. and shout out to uh machin amic who directed this episode mm-hmm. um it was such a beautiful episode and she said that that scene with varchi and we'll talk about this later too but like she did say like she's like i wanted it to feel so organic and so like on the side of the room in yes. high in the high school lounge and she made a point of saying Veronica didn't approach that scene by being like, I'm going to go kiss Archie. Right. And he didn't approach it being like, oh my God, I'm so like horny for Veronica. Like it wasn't right. that at all. It exactly. was just kind of like, oh my God, that was so cute. Like great thing. And then they kiss on the cheek and then it kind of goes into something more. And right. it was just really, really authentic. And I really appreciate that she put that extra thought into that moment because how it was all going to play out. We yeah, felt that sure. we felt for that sure. as viewers. So yeah. yeah let's we can talk about all the scenes we'll and... talk about all the things as we always do yeah. right here on recap rewind yeah so we let's break get, it down let's get it let's get into it let's break it sits down so it starts off with jughead narrating and he starts off by saying how does a fire start and then he shows archie writing in english class veronica's getting into an elevator with a man that looks suspicious and betty gets to her room and it looks like her typewriter and her phone have been taken away one thing that i will ask you really really quick on the top right off the top machin directed this episode so i hope that we were gonna get some yeah you were saying Alice that stuff yeah you know? like i was hoping that we were gonna get to see some of that because in the past when she has directed there have been scenes with um alice and <laughs> okay you're welcome you're... guys i have the most annoying water bottle today i'm sorry <laughs> it's ice squirt squirt um, i hate these bottles <laughs> but um yeah i was kind of shocked that there was n- no mention of that storyline was too yeah outside of the and like that's the thing betty was in the story like she pursued like her storyline yeah. it's outside of her mom so after last episode after getting the lashing from mary it doesn't seem like alice is has any like conversation with her this episode so we'll see what happens later but anyway betty gets her typewriter and her phone taken away um so she's pissed about that then it cuts to english class and the principal comes in right away and pulls out mrs thornton she's he's basically like you gotta go i was pissed i was like i "I knew you were coming for her (laughs) you're gonna come for her oh my god and essentially he says like she's been fired under the suspicion of being a communist and penelope is going to be the teacher now so 
it never really answered the question for me why do you think this happened why do you think this happened 100 percent, because she um what did she tell archie like something about the poem or something right is it is it because of the poem or is it because that she like stands for like free thinking like what yeah, was the reason that's what why? it is i think that's yeah. what it is yeah 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 we Just even said this last week we're like watch watch them like kill her or get rid of her, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, they yeah. just they got rid, of, they like fired her, yeah. She's like she's a communist, yeah. Um, which is kind of surprising because I feel like that goes up to the feds if that's the case. Like back in the day, like when you were named a communist, like you would go to like someone would take you away. And yeah, you, when it was a legitimate concern, but they're making this shit up. <laughs> they're literally making it Lies. up. Like, com. Yeah. <laughs> even the FBI is like, we don't care about her. Like, like she's that's not fine. even important to us. Yeah. yeah and and penelope jumping in as a teacher i'm like okay i get that i guess maybe she needs a little bit more airtime so, see what she does I can no i ask idea. you quickly penelope gave some weird looks in this episode right and i didn't know how to interpret it i was like is she giving because for me it looked like she was like uh like what is that guy saying like almost like questioning what the men were saying yeah but then i'm like am i thinking about it too much like it's still penelope like she's a crazy ass bitch like but to me it felt like she was questioning she was like wait what are they saying like why is that like oh did i take that wrong like did you not feel like that no i didn't catch that i feel like she plays the very like stoic wife like the stoic yeah. wife who like agrees with what her husband's saying but she doesn't say as and much she has as like dramatic says. looks too so i was like maybe she's just doing that like i'm thinking yeah. too much into it her eyes are like because jlag it would be great if like not to pit it uh, not to pit it against like male versus female but like if you want to talk about the parents like it would be yeah. great to see all the the moms come together and then then the because the dads are controlling the town right now right. clearly the dads right. are controlling everything so it would be great if like the moms collectively were like what the hell's going on like what's happening we got here? to take care of our kids and the men are effing everything up like that would be a cool rebellion too yeah, I mean, I, I mean, it's still possible. We, yeah. we know that Penelope's a gossip queen, and she has a network of all these women. So it might be nice to see that yeah. change, that shift. Yeah. I mean, it's totally Never possible. Known. Yeah, I believe in you, Penelope. So then it cuts to the lounge, and Betty asks Archie if he's ever noticed anything after class. Like, why? Like, why do you think Miss Thornton got pulled? And Archie's like, no, she's totally fine. Like, we just talk about poetry. Like, what's the big deal? And then Veronica talks about how in Hollywood it was happening a lot. Um, some guy apparently was, like, going around making, like, fake accusations. And then it turned out it was just because he wanted power and control. So she, like, slipped that in there. And then Kevin, uh, he was like, he's like, oh, but, like, this is America. If you're innocent, you have nothing to worry about. And I'm like, white boy just sit down like you don't know what you're talking about but and then veronica said like no that's not true like what i've seen it with my own eyes like doesn't matter i thought it was mean. interesting that that came from her i'm also inter i'm also surprised that it came from him he's dating a black man like i don't know how you how you would say that yeah. to your group of friends and be yeah. like but it's but america you know what it is? at the <laughs> same time like, he could argue the fact that like his um his dad is a cop, right? Right. Yeah. Um, and he might just kind of be from the perspective of like, oh my God, cops are so nice. Like, you know. But never... this is the reason why we wanted a little bit more Kevin and Clay, because I would have loved to see that that conversation where they like where he has this ideology that makes absolutely no sense. And then Clay pushing back, which he rightly would, and be like, No, no, Kevin, that's not even true. I'm actually surprised that Clay didn't jump in and be like, Kevin, what are you talking about? It doesn't matter if like, you know, it, mm -hmm. but it doesn't matter if you're innocent or not. Like race is a huge thing, being innocent and then being charged guilty. Like, yeah. did you read To Kill a Mockingbird? Like, what's wrong with you? Yeah. 
Anyways, so then it cuts to Jughead and Ethel, and they're walking to the newsstand. They're super excited about their published comic, and the guy at the newsstand is like, oh, no, we sent those all back. That's muddy, un-American trash. Like, we're not, we're not putting it here. Get out of here. So, obviously, there's something happening with comic books once again. Uh, then it cuts to Cheryl, and she is confronted by Cliff and Penelope about the Hall- Halloween kiss. He finds out about it, and she denies it. Um, but then uh, Clifford is basically like, I basically have evidence that you are, like, hooking up with w- girls. So yeah. we got to, like, figure this out. Penelope says, like, you're at the mercy of your condition, but you can redeem yourself by acknowledging a list of names from the school administration essentially like so clifford basically like gives us a list she's on the list clay tony um kevin and then a bunch of other people and essentially he says if you don't name people on this list we'll take the river vixens away from you Mm -hmm. and she's like but daddy no and i'm like girl this is not the time to be upset about that but okay yeah i felt like her reaction was a little over dramatic like we are yeah. talking about like your existence and your rights as a human and your friends and, like, your and friends your and everything and, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then she's like but my cheerleading squad and i was like I okay i'm like she's still a teenager she's still a kid like okay i'll give her that like I'm trying the one yeah. thing she's holding on to like fair mm-hmm. um so anyway so she he threatens and so she walks away uh then it cuts to veronica arriving at home and daddy is back um it was cute because it kind of was i missed him i really did miss him i i did i missed him too and i was like this was this episode for me was not enough of him but anyway um he he arrives home and it's kind of uh i want to say a parallel to that first time that we see him at the pembroke Mm. when he first arrives out of jail like she comes in he sees her um and she's weary of him though this time around she's like very weary like what are you doing here why are you here and he's like very excited to see her he's like oh my gosh miha i'm so happy to see you um i just want to come visit and he's like i want to reconnect with you and see your like how you are in town i want to meet your friends she's still a little weary and he gives her a glamour j egg he's like here's an egg fancy fancy egg and um he basically his excuse at this point in time is like Hermione's kind of pissed at him like he was flirting with somebody he had to leave the leave the town yeah so he's just coming to visit to like just check in or whatever and she right. was like okay sure uh so then it cuts to Riverdale High and Veronica introduces him to the entire class and he's like oh I'm so excited to see everyone uh we're I'm actually going to sit in on your English class and give you some acting tips for when you do your monologues. And everyone's like, cool. Then it cuts to class and Julian is doing, I think he's doing Hamlet, to be or not to be. And Hiram's like giving him notes. He's like taking it so seriously. He's like, think about how you're feeling on the inside. Words have power. Um, He's very, like, very into it. And all the kids are like, okay, fair. I didn't understand like why he like what the point of the scene was outside of like yeah. having the kids together and seeing and, him yeah. there. Um, it was kind of funny just watching this like actor obviously from Hollywood like try to like direct all these children who 
just want to get an A and pass. I will say, get through high school. I will say, seeing this episode made me understand why they gave the backstory to Hiram and Hermione of like being actors, right? Being on a TV sitcom, like I everything just clicked this episode, and I I did love it. Absolutely, because if he was a businessman, he wouldn't have been there. You know, like hundred percent, and like even like when he walks in and like cheryl's like oh she's like yeah i heard the first season was great but like your show like flopped after that yeah like and i was like yeah that's riverdale literally like it's literally the writers writing about riverdale for sure so, and there's a few times that happens actually yeah. where they like reference yeah. oh miha and and anyway we can yeah, talk yeah, about yeah. that later I, too, and but... i loved it it just made yeah. sense so um so then it cuts to the principal's office and betty basically says like well miss thornton was like the sponsor for the blue and gold so now that she's gone what are we doing with the blue and gold and the principal says well actually we're going to dismantle it we don't need a newspaper at the school and betty's very confused she's like why wouldn't she want people to talk to each other and like people to, like you know students to get the updates and all the news and he was like oh that's just like too much for your brains like we don't we don't need you guys to be like thinking and talking about those things anyway she gets pissed off obviously so she takes the typewriter from the blue and gold room and walks away with it then it cuts to cheryl talking to kevin clay and tony tells her tells them about her dad's plan how he wants to do this whole thing how he wants her to rat everybody out and um in the midst of all this tony's like well think about like who's who would try to do this to you like who's sabotaging you and cheryl right away pinpoints that it would be tony who or sorry not tony evelyn Evelyn, who would be taking away who'd be trying to take away the vixens from her so sure enough cheryl goes and talks to evelyn and she agrees she's like yep it's me like you know you're the one who is me hi i'm the problem problem. it's me um and she said she heard about halloween she wasn't there but she heard about halloween and she also saw her holding hands with um tony at pops so she obviously knows something's up and cheryl's now like frustrated because she's like there's tangible evidence against her um then it cuts to the principal's office and it's a really quick scene but archie essentially is being asked if miss thornton was communist what was her yeah. situation like, did she blah, like blah, blah, try blah. to convince him or whatever word he used right and archie's like what like no he's like no we did poetry like i don't know what you're talking about um what i didn't understand was at this point in time why are they continuing to investigate her like she's already gone so like what's the point in continuing well they want to know like like if she's actually a probably communist? like who she infected you know what I mean? Like, right. they're probably trying to see, like, how, like, far she went with, like, her ideologies. How many, her ideologies. Yeah. Um. Right, right, right. Um. So, anyway, he says nothing. I don't know. He's like, I don't know what you're talking about. Then it comes to Babylonium. And Hiram goes to a movie. He, like, jumps in. He, like, gets some popcorn. And Veronica's working the front. And as he goes inside, an FBI agent, who's actually played by Glenn, the yeah, FBI Yeah, I was agent, like, wait, is that Glenn? Like, he looks familiar. Um, he comes up to Veronica and says, like, how do you know that guy? And Veronica's like, oh, that's my dad. And so, obviously, daddy. something that's going to happen there. Then it cuts to Pep Comics, and Jughead and Ethel talk to Mr. Fieldstone about, like, why, are, why is nobody buying these comics? Like, what's going on? And essentially, Mr. Fieldstone says there's, like, a, a war across the board from everyone from america i don't know who want to get rid of comics they think that they're really bad they're basically like peddling pornography at this point um 
so right now they're like under some fire he's gonna like look into it he's gonna talk to some publishers see what's happening and in the meantime her like their comic will not get published which means like they're just sitting there all the copies are just sitting there so ethel's like well can i get one can i keep one for myself like it's like my first issue so he's like yeah take them there's like a box right there so when they take them um jughead's like oh it's such a shame that no one's gonna be able to see these Mm -hmm. and then they both have a light bulb moment and take the box and i was like go get yourself that box and go sell it out let's do it then it cuts to betty and she has a little nancy drew moment where she wants to write a little newspaper so she publishes something called the teenage mystique for people to send in um kind of i guess like their issues how they're feeling about being a high school student um all their little dramas and she puts them like in everybody's locker so we're having that kind of startup what do you think about the fact that she wants to write her own newspaper yeah i thought that was cool i just uh, i just didn't understand why that's happening now that's where you i'm know? at too like, it felt i was like, a like late to me I agree. I really liked it. I was like, oh, girl, get it. But I'm like, where have you been this whole time that you need to be writing a newspaper? Like, I guess I forgot that she was doing the blue and gold all the time. Sorry, does the blue and gold exist right now or no? No. Okay, so maybe that's what it's going to be. Like, it'll be like the blue and gold. Yeah, yeah. Essentially, that's what what Bughead fans were saying last night. They're like, oh, my God, it's starting. The blue and gold is starting with Bughead. Oh, like the original Oh, is that what we're like heading towards? I didn't. See, I don't see it. What do people see that we do not see? Their We're watching the same television show. Thirty thirty, because they see that shit from a mile away. I don't see anything. <laughs> I don't see nothing. Um. So anyway, so she's doing that. Then it cuts to Archie in the garage. He's writing his poems on the side, and Frank comes in and he asks him about Miss Thornton. He was like, "Oh, so I heard about this Miss Thornton lady." Um. And Archie's like, "Yeah, I don't know why people think that she's a communist. She was totally fine." And Frank goes, no, it's not about, I'm not here to talk to you about the communism thing. I'm here to talk to you about the writing and the poem stuff. And he says, you don't really care about that stuff, do you? He's like, we don't want people to get the wrong idea about you. Yeah. So freaking Frank, freaking Frank. Yeah, he's one of them. He's one of them. And the annoying thing is, is I felt like he had a bit of a redeeming moment the last couple episodes, like, you know, leading the Bulldogs and, you know, kind of standing up for Reggie. He's not as bad. But, he is, bad, still, but so he is still influenced by their, like, narrative, you know? And also just saying that, like, you don't want people to get yeah. the wrong idea. Like, what do you mean by that? You know, yeah. it's, like, so sketchy. But, like, also, like, imagine going to your parents and being like, I'm going to be a poet. Yeah, but what, what do you mean? Imagine when you were in high school and you were like, Dad, I'm going to be a poet. Well, my, my parents would probably be like, you're not going to make any money. My so parents would be like, that. get out of the house. <laughs> I mean, anyway, we can't get into that. But no, like, but it's... you know what I'm trying to say? Like, it's just like the vibe of that time, but also doesn't make it, it doesn't mean that it's right. Like, it, he should no, have encouraged for, it's him. it's absolutely wrong. Like, yeah. I didn't, yeah, it was, it was yeah, totally yeah. rude. And yeah. for him to make those assumptions, anyway, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then it cuts to the Pembroke, and Veronica asks Hiram about the FBI. He, she's like, so when were you going to tell me that the FBI is following, following you? And then he goes on to, like, kind of admit a little bit more, and he says, well, they think I'm a communist because I went to Cuba. <laughs> he's like, I went For to Cuba. Cigars. Uh, and he was just there buying cigars. So he's trying to assure her, like, no, I was just there to buy cigars. Um, but he needs her to lie and say that she was with him on the cigar buying trip because they might likely ask like the for corroboration yeah 
And so he's like, I'm going to go to New York to see a lawyer um, tomorrow. So we'll talk soon. She's like, okay, cool. Then it comes to Riverdale High and Veronica sees the FBI at the front of the school and she goes over to him and she was like, well, my dad's in New York. So like, why are you even here? Mm -hmm. And he's like, well, I'm here to trail you. Come and get in the car. Let's yeah. talk about this. I have some proof to show you. So then it cuts to Pop's diner and he shows her a picture of her dad um, with a blonde woman who I so, thought was going to look like exactly like Kelly Ripa, but yeah. it wasn't Kelly Ripa. So, like, it's like they couldn't get that picture in. I couldn't see it. And then yeah. later on when he, like, says Kelly, I'm like, wait, was that her? So I had to go back and, like, get a freeze frame. But it it wasn't it's her. her. It was, it's like, not her. It's not her. But I do love the fact that they called her Kelly. But anyway, yeah, we'll yeah, talk yeah, about no, that. No, like, that was um, so, yeah, it, it was a blonde woman. And then beside him is, I guess, their version of Fidel Castro. Right. His name is Vidal Mastro, I think. Because they have something to like that. the name. Yeah, yeah. Some, like, switch up. And so, like, there's a picture of them in, like, in a booth at a, a club. So she's like, oh, snap. Like, she's more worried about the fact that, like, she he's sitting beside a blonde woman versus, like, this communist man. <laughs> right. He's like, uh, that's not my mom. Um, yeah. So anyway, so then it cuts to Mrs. Thornton's house. And Archie goes to visit her. She's that's like, so how did you find me? And she was like, he's like, well, you're in the phone book. So yeah. it was pretty easy to find. Plus, this town is probably, like, 400 people. Yeah, it's, like, like one street. She's like, how did you find me? I'm like, were you in hiding? Like, I don't understand. <laughs> Um, so she says that she's leaving uh, Riverdale. She's going to Greendale. She's going to be a librarian. They're a little bit less judgmental there. Um, and before she leaves, she gives him a parting gift. She gives him the crucible to read because he doesn't understand. He's like very confused. He's like, why is this even happening? You didn't do anything wrong. Yeah, I just feel like everybody's person. just like, out here accusing people for no reason. Yeah. So she's like, why don't you read this? I feel like this has kind of like a lot to do with what's happening you'll kind of understand where things are coming from cool 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 then it cuts to the pops diner and jughead and ethel are secretly selling their comics under the table they're making their little money they're getting their distribution i thought that was kind of cute like i thought it was so the, cute getting the thing out I there they're it. like kind of yeah. sneakishly like doing these bootleg comics yeah. which was cool then it cuts to the dark room and poor cheryl is freaking the f out about this whole thing because now she knows that like Evelyn knows and Tony essentially comes up with a solution and says, you know, I hate to say that this is a solution. However, maybe we can all just like flip partners and we can be each other's beards. Right. And, you know, for all of our sakes, like we can live, live like that Open until like whatever, like until we graduate, way. essentially. Yeah. yeah. So then it cuts to the Pembroke and veronica is drinking in the corner by the fireplace while he like while hiram arrives which i thought was a great like again parallel yeah. she's the one sitting on the couch drinking a glass of god knows what yeah. and i was like it took her half a day to become like the brooding daughter like she was yeah. like she was like my, my dad's home she's Plays like it well. oh, yeah. where were you where have you been she's like drinking by the fireplace just like he was um so he arrives back from New York and she confronts him about the picture. She's like, who's this blonde lady? Is this your blonde honey? Is her name honey? Like, I thought yeah. the lines were so funny. Dead. I was dead. And then he goes, then her name is Kelly. And I was like, I was like, Dad! did I hear that? He's like, no, her name is Kelly. I'm like, wait, what? I was like, Kelly. But then I thought about it and I was like, even if they wanted to loop back in Miss Mulray, they never gave Miss Mulray a first name. So her name could have easily True, been Kelly. Kelly. <laughs> but then the, I'm, 
I don't know why they just didn't put Kelly's picture in the photo. I know. I would have died. Like, I mean, considering how many times they do botched Photoshop jobs, I would have been totally fine with her just being like, fake. like that photo was one hundred percent fake. They could have clearly put yeah. Kelly's photo. Actually, I was like, we you, should go do that. We should make that. Right we should make the photo. Kelly's photo exactly because I'm that. like, they're literally beside each other on live yeah. right now. Like, it's not that hard to like no. just move her head in there. That's and if so anything, funny. they could have used a picture of Mark and Kelly and then just added the random two actors. That's after. what I see. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's so funny that they oh didn't do God. that. Maybe they couldn't get rights. Like maybe they had to like Maybe-y. pay for her. She was her image was being used. <laughs> yeah, pay that money up because I was like, I died. I died. <laughs> How much? Um, oh man. So Kelly's his mistress, which I thought was hilarious so and she's like well then why can't you just tell the fbi that also like not hire him trying to like play off the fact that he's having a full-blown affair full-blown affair and, and like she's like, just like grazing over it i'm like got it Guys, yeah he's having an affair. <laughs> i know poor veronica always stuck in this like oh my dad's a piece of trash sounds like good. oh okay Great. my dad's not being investigated the fbi he's just having an affair cool he's just having an affair okay awesome. he's not getting arrested yeah and then on top of that he's like oh, well, I'm lying to the FBI because there's a morality clause with the studio and I can get fired for if they find out about this, like, cheating thing. Yeah. I'm like, so you'd rather go to jail for what? <laughs> like, like, being for a communist? communist? <laughs> um, so she does have a nice little, she has a line right there and she goes, this isn't about protecting me. This is about your show. It's always been about your show. Maybe you shouldn't be asking me for a favor. You should be asking me for mercy. I thought I the way like, she delivered that was Whoa. No, point. it was great. I was like, Kill it, it girl. The Get acting em. was 10 out of 10 in this episode, for sure. Yeah, so good. It's almost like they miss seeing each other on scene, like, like on scene together and like them having that bigger that fight like was art like was still there that daughter like there is so much to say right now like you fucking ditched me in this small town like you sent me off you cut me off you don't even call me like there is a lot to be said like absolutely what kind of parents are you (laughs) horrible parents anyway so she leaves she leaves the scene she's all pissed off and he's like oh snap i just effed up with my daughter again then it cuts to Riverdale High, and Cheryl and Kevin and Clay and Tony are, like, holding hands. Like, it's Cheryl and Kevin, Clay and Tony. They're walking down the hallway, and everyone's seeing them. Even Evelyn sees them. And I guess that's supposed to dispel the rumors that they're gays. Um, right. Which, okay, cool. Then it cuts to English class. And then Archie does his monologue as John Proctor um, from The Crucible. And he's like... I will not lie. And it was intense. I was like intense. <laughs> I was like, I was like Am oh, I okay right now? Ouch. Like, what's happening? Like what is did you I think hurt of you? it? Did you like it? I mean, I feel like he was playing it perfectly for like a high school student. Like he did a little bit of overacting. I but like it was a little overacting. But I thought it was good because of yeah, that reason, right? Like you true. would you would play that way if you were in a high school that's true. doing a monologue. Uh, we both had to do monologues if you don't remember for English class oh my God, for um me? Macbeth, yeah. Was I in that class with you? Yeah, I remember we had that girl who like didn't lady anyway, we can't talk oh about it. Oh my god. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Yeah. Um, but what I will say, so Ma- uh, Machen was saying that there was I think I think it was this scene with Archie. She did say there was a moment where she had to tell everyone to leave. And she just wanted oh. I'm pretty sure it was just Archie and Betty. 
and because something i think archie was getting like kj was getting like nervous because everyone was watching him right so she was like guys let's take five you guys leave like let them like kind of have their moment and she said they wanted to just kind of go through the script on their own and like understand the words that were being said which mm. also led me to believe that it was probably this scene um and she was like but everyone was like no 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 like we can't leave like the first ad and like the writers and stuff right she's like just just give him a second because if kj like insults the writing and the writer's standing there like it's gonna cause like tension right right so she like sends everyone off she i guess lets him like say his thing or whatever like that moment the scene um and then she's like they we brought them back and then it was okay to record and like it was great but she's like everyone was questioning my methods because she's like you don't usually do that but she was like you can tell like that moment was uncomfortable for kind of everyone and so it's good to kind of and i just thought it was interesting for her to like admit that and like say it openly and like kind of like explain what happened in that scene um yeah i thought that was like a cool like tidbit of information for that yeah a nice little tidbit <clears throat> i think at the end of the day to the point that you just made like it's a it's a kid monologue yeah i don't know why he felt nervous like kj no but <clears throat> it's it's he has never acted like that like he got to a level True. he has never gone to that level it was like and a like, level of intensity where it wasn't poetic, like poetic right it's not like yeah. him saying like betty how could you do that to me like he's like saying these really powerful things i will not lie yeah yeah it was pretty intense it was that's the best way to say it, it was a very intense scene um Sorry, so anyway that happens for english english yeah yeah because okay. everyone was doing their english monologues right. um so then it cuts to cheryl and she goes to see the principal and her dad after this whole thing that that archie did like everyone's like influenced by it now because yeah. he's essentially saying like i'll stand my ground i'm not going to betray people so she goes to her dad and her, the principal and she's like i'm not corroborating this list you guys are corrupt i'm gonna leave the vixens if that's the case yeah. then f you like i'm out yeah so she leaves she talks to uh, the other four about what just happened and they're all like super supportive they're like you did the right thing like super happy for you um and then we get that veronica and archie scene that we've been talking about where she also thanks him for like the scene she was like yeah. you did such a great job and she's like i have a lot to think about because she's also in a tough position mm -hmm. she kisses him on the cheek and then she, and it was so oh, cute was because like she, she, they were already close right like it's not like they pulled away and they were like blah like like they were already right. like their faces were like they were like here close. and then, and then like, like she kind of i think she kind of like goes for it like a little bit more i would say and then he like kisses her and then like even when they like part he's like oh he's like that happened like, like that, that was nice kind of like oh okay i just thought it was a great moment i thought it was a really cute scene and and i didn't hate it like i really did yeah. like that the chemistry that happened in that moment loved it i think what like what we said at the top of the episode like i felt like it was really uh, like a natural yeah. an instinctually natural thing to happen yeah in a high school moment she's vulnerable she's feeling some type of way about her dad she got some daddy issues going on archie's a great guy she and had she nothing was impressed by him right like she, she was impressed by him like... and veronica's always been like that flirtatious yeah, yeah, cute yeah. girl so like i don't know i know that people were kind of upset online about like the whole barchi varchi thing but i think that like this is a moment that we just need to like let it be what it is nothing's forever nothing's ever set in stone and even if it <laughs> is everyone needs to just take yeah just pill. enjoy what comes to you and that's it yeah exactly this is not real but that being said like barchi is 
end game for me. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> oh wow! I'm like, all that said, Jack's Barchi like, still no, is no, end game no. for me. But don't get it twisted. I'm still waiting for Barchi end game. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, not gonna lie. That's funny. So then it cuts to Pop's diner, and Jughead is selling another comic to, I guess, one of the Boy Scouts. But as he's doing it, one of the sheriff or one of the sheriffs, the only shitty sheriff in all of town, he stops him and he was like, stop oh, right like, there. Finally, you did an operation that was successful. Like, finally. But also, like, our comic, books, our comics are illegal. Like, is that the situation? Is Clifford trying like to make it that is like Clifford that. like comic books are illegal, period yeah. statement? Like, also, that's insane. Yeah, it's I'm insane. It's like insane. Four, Fahrenheit 49, whatever it's called. 451, yeah. 451. Um, yeah so the sheriff stops him but also i guess he was like illegally peddling like i think that that's probably what he confiscated them for because like he's he's like selling stuff in a store yeah and also like he's making profit off of like that, right. right yeah yeah, yeah. But, like whatever so that's probably what he got him bo- booked for um but Jughead and Ethel still think it's a bit of a win they're talking afterward yeah. and they're like you know what it was fun while it lasted god bless america and when they clinked their glasses it was like ka-ching and i was like that is literally america in a nutshell <laughs> so yeah, like, exactly. there you go. <laughs> yeah uh so then it cuts to um the pembroke and Hiram, like they're having dinner at the table and he's like, so, you know, there's an episode of Miss um, Omiha coming up. Like, did you want to watch it together? And she's so upset about it that she's like, I'm going to go eat in my room. And then they leave. <laughs> like, don't even want to speak to me. Like, dad, don't. Yeah. Dad, stop. Like, I don't want to watch your stupid show that you canceled me off of. Dad. I know, seriously. Like, you literally like, set me here. What a stab in the heart to be like, do you want to watch that show that like only me and your mom are a part <laughs> yeah. of that you're not a part of anymore because we kicked you off of it? Yeah. Anyways, so like, what a tone. He's so, like, even in this world, he's like so tone deaf. Like, totally. it, it, it killed totally. me. So then it cuts to Riverdale High and the gag. I was so gagged about this. I don't know about you. Archie meets. Mrs. No, Grundy. Like, no, no, no. Like when you say gag, like throw <laughs> up on the like floor. What the hell? Guys, <sighs> people on Twitter were freaking the f like, out in an angry way. They were so glad that this sort of iteration of Riverdale had a good teacher and like, okay, she's right. not gonna hit on Archie. Like she's actually doing good. Right. And then now she gets the axe, and now we get Grundy coming back. Gretchen people Grundy's were losing back. their shit. They were right. like, how dare you guys introduce a pedophile again? We are still traumatized from the first one. Right. And they're right. They have every right to Rightly say that. So, like, yeah. That was a really mm, storyline. And I'm glad it, it was like dealt with like quickly and out of the way. Yeah. But but I will say, so this scene, like they do talk, they do talk, right? And they're like Yeah, she basically says that she's excited. She's like, I heard about from Miss Thornton from, about yeah, you. Uh, I'm excited to help you about your your poetry. And he was like, Okay, cool. But, but sorry, she, so what were you going to say? And then she was like, do you know a poet? And I was like, oh my God, is she going to say like her vagina? Like, what is she going to say? And he's like, no, I I don't know a poet. And she's like, my husband's a poet. So I'll get him to write you some stuff. And I was like, oh, right. okay. So like in this version, she has a husband. She's married. So maybe yeah. she's not going to like abuse him. You know. And I think that that's the thing. Like, I know that everyone was probably quick to be like, oh my God, Miss Grundy. Yeah. But also you have to remember they brought back a lot of old characters, a in lot a of old way. actors in different ways. Look and at like, Glenn. He's different... like FBI agent. Apparently he's a good FBI agent. He's a good FBI yeah. agent. You know, there's some characters that are still crappy, but you know, like maybe think... Miss Grundy is gonna be good and maybe they maybe they wanted to give her an opportunity yeah. to redeem herself because of the backlash of the that, that first iteration got, you know. I like that. 
I like that. I like let's that. Go, let's go with that. Let's give them the I like let's that. give them the benefit of the doubt. Like I think that that's totally fair. And to, I just like, don't think there's enough time. I don't think there's enough time right now to go no. back into an Archie storyline. Back, he's in love with his teacher. Like I really don't, I don't think, think that that's going to be the that. case. Yeah, I don't yeah, think that's yeah. going to be the case. Yeah. That being said, it's hard not to see her that way because like she talks so weirdly seductively to him like she's like yeah smiling at him weirdly and stuff so i get that like there's the energy and the vibe there maybe that's a direction thing but i think more than anything else we should until further proof yeah agreed it is just an innocent another teacher and a student that we know we know miss grundy and maybe this is just her redeeming moment yeah let's just take it that, that way so cool miss grundy is involved now then it cuts to the principal's office and the sheriff and the psychologist are in there. They have all these comics that they confiscate and they're like, we need more. This is not enough. We need to push harder against these freaking comics. Okay, cool. Like, I don't know what you want me to say about that. Um, so then it cuts to the English class and Veronica does her monologue. And it's um, from King Lear. And I thought it was really powerful. It's almost mm -hmm. like this it's kind of like the shell of like who veronica is totally. as a character like she can't stand her father she like she thinks that he's a total douche however you are my father i love yeah. you i have i am bonded to you yeah, forever. you know all the things that she said was it was really powerful to I, it was one of my favorite things to watch her do yeah it um was, yeah. because then also kind of leads into the next scene which is Hiram in his office. She walks in and she says she signed the affidavit for him. She's like, this is me saying like I was in Cuba with you. Um, but he, she has two stipulations. The first stipulation is you need to be honest with mom about your affair. With and Kelly. he's like, okay, fine. I'll do that. Like when I get back. And then he, she also says she wants the Pembroke deed so she can live there and you know like if you guys decide to kick me out again like at least i have a place yeah. to live yeah and he's like fair sure so he agrees to both and that is the last time we see hiram which That's is it. yeah a bit of a what did you think of that kind of like it was just like an in and out boom boom yeah, like I did feel like I wanted a little bit more for Veronica's sake, right? Like not for our sake necessarily, but like for her to get closure or some sort of like thing of like, my parents do love me. My parents are here for me. They were just teaching me a lesson. Like I kind of wanted a little bit more of that. And maybe we do get that a little bit with Hermione when she comes in. Um, but yeah, I just wanted a little bit more for, for our girl, you know? I do wish that like it didn't feel... It didn't feel complete to me. Like, I felt like yeah. Hiram came in, and maybe it is just a timing thing, right? Like, maybe it's just, <clears throat> you only have this much time, put Hiram in this scene, put him in this storyline. I was happy to, like, we were happy to see him, obviously, but it just didn't feel enough. Yeah, because it also was like, why bring him back? Right. All he did really was just, like, have a, you kind of get an understanding and a tone of what the relationship is like, but... Essentially, she just gets the Pembroke deed, and that's pretty yeah. much it. Yeah. Like, there's nothing else. And I think that that's it for Mark. Like, I don't think he's back for another episode. So like, he's I think not back was... for like the final, final episode. Or yeah, anything, right? I don't, I don't think so. Um, that's I guess a bummer. we'll see what our fans say because they always have the tea on that. But yeah. I, I think that was it. So I don't know. I could farewell I Hiram Lodge. More iconic, you know. That's the thing, like, and you know, I. I hope that we get a chance to talk to him about this, but like he's had three endings. Like yeah. he, got, 
you know, he got kicked out. He got exiled. Then he got murdered off screen. Yeah. And then this, which was kind of like a bit of like a goodbye. There was not even like a, Miha, do I get a hug before even, yeah, I like, leave? You know, like, like there Miha, wasn't. No matter where I am, I always like you're always gonna be up like with me. Like something cute like that. Some, like just anything. To, just, just to, to end close off the book. that thing, you know? Yeah. Like wow, like Hiram really does love his daughter. Like I just wanted a little bit more, you know. And that's the thing, like, you know, we look I look at season like the final season of a lot of shows, not just this show, and wonder why the creators don't just give the fans fan service. Just give us what we want. We want these cute scenes. I Maybe think... they don't make a lot of sense, but at least give them the moment. And especially with especially with Hiram's character, because he didn't get that opportunity, like when he died, um, to say goodbye. This could have been his final moment to be like, Goodbye, Veronica. In my opinion. Have good time in Riverdale. You know, nice knowing you. In my opinion. Maybe the whole Cheryl storyline this episode could have been pushed to last week or next week, and it could have um, been a bit more Veronica like heavy Hiram. and yeah. all Hiram. Because if this yeah. is it for him and this is it for Hermione, like give them that time. Yeah. And to your point, like that's what I don't understand. What what why shows do that? Like, yeah. thank you for bringing him back. Like that was great, but like, why are you gonna bring him back? Why for, go like, a only this like, far? Why only yeah. go this far? Yeah. And also, like, I feel like the show now understands what they did wrong like i now think that they see themselves and they're like what did we do for like four or five seasons like we wasted a lot of time right um and maybe at that those moments when we were saying and yelling it from our podcast like they just <laughs> hear us you know yeah so, exactly i don't know i just feel like they could have given us a little bit more of Hiram. room could have given us sort more. of closing Absolutely. it up and being like you're still my daughter like i love you like and goodbye it, and that's the thing it's just a line for us you know what i mean 100%. like it's always been for a lot of things that yeah. we always say like this is a quick solve writers it's not like you need to like film this entire new scene you're like, already I don't there need a whole cuba storyline like no literally. all you need to say is you just need to look at veronica and say i'm sorry for putting you in the middle of us i love you you're my daughter no matter what yeah. and that's it like this is the final time we're seeing mark consuelos the mark as consuelos lodge. as hiram the lodge on bad guy. the original, the original bad, guy. bad guy what i will anyway. say is you know and i and i do want to highlight these moments because they are such beautiful moments like veronica t saying the king lear thing like yeah that should have happened ages ago and right these kids in high school in this universe are learning so much about themselves in yeah. little moments like this like english class when your right. teacher makes you do this poem and like you have to be like sort of like introspective and like be like what what's about what was my life like like there's such rich moments in all of these episodes where the kids are finding more about themselves and like yeah, what who yeah. they are really about we fast forwarded over all of that in the original it's timeline true. like it's true. they had none of this none of this sort of looking inside of yourself stuff. and like it was high school stuff but it was like surface surface level high, high school stuff like it, it sure. was even barely that because they were yeah. running around in the forest trying to figure shit out like <laughs> i just really sure do, not to get murdered yeah you I know, know and i always say this i just i am really appreciating like these little moments of like they're discovering so much about themselves yeah and hopefully this discovery sort of leads them to a better ending for the ending of the finale you know what for I mean? sure for sure um so anyway we farewell hiram lodge sad to see you go then it cuts to but the I post office i love to watch you leave then it cuts to the post office 
And Betty is like, what is this thing that I'm getting? And then it turns out she got like a whole like bag full of mail from her letter or from her mail from her sorry her newsletter that people want to write out to so she's gonna yeah. like start this thing up super exciting very excited for her then it cuts back to the pembroke and it almost felt so awkward when she showed up like right after that she's like yeah hermione arrives and she's like oh hi and then veronica's like you just you literally, literally just, just missed daddy. daddy she's like yeah we probably like <laughs> flew by each other in the air i was like yeah huh yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> um, yeah. To head back to New York to do. I live. was so shook because I was like, "Oh, is she gonna be in this too?" It was like literally the last like five minutes of the episode. Little three minutes, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, so he left, and so she ends up saying, um, "We're gonna do a press conference, and the n- next season of Ohimiha is going to be its last season, seventh season." And she even says, "After seven seasons," which I thought was really, really yeah. interesting. Yeah um and then she goes on to say um the one thing that we're gonna wait till the final episode is to reveal that we are divorcing and um at the end of the series Um, this scene made me really emotional and i wish i wrote down what hermione says because she does talk about sort of like you know the lifespan of the of her show and what she learned and like touching the fans touching the fans and like the appreciation and you know, yeah. obviously they are talking about their own show, Riverdale. like they're talking yeah. about Riverdale. Um, so I got a little like emotional. I got a little like a choked up because totally. Um, I wasn't expecting her to say that, but then saying it in the connection to her show, and I just love that the writers were talking to us. Yeah, so much in this episode, and For I sure. really loved it. And I really hope that they continue doing that until yeah. the end. I agree. Yeah, I hope that yeah. there's little moments like these that we get for sure. Yeah. Um. So they're divorcing. And then Hermione goes on to say that she wants to spend Christmas in New York. Just the two of them. Let's enjoy our time together. And I think actually, I don't know. I know what, I think I know what the name of the next episode is. But last couple episodes ago was Halloween. So are we going to get a Christmas episode? Do you think? Christmas or Thanksgiving? Thanksgiving. Yeah, Christmas, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, well, she said we're going to spend Christmas in New York. Next episode's a musical episode, right? Next episode's a musical episode, but are we going to get a Christmas episode and, like, have that whole thing happen, like, even though we're in the middle of the summer? Yeah, like, I don't know. I don't know. Because we, we got a Halloween episode and it was in the middle of the summer, so. Yeah, that's true. We'll see. We'll see if they have anything up their sleeve for Christmas. But, um, yeah, so then Veronica's like, oh, yeah, sure. So I guess we're going to see more of Hermione well, maybe. than yeah, yeah, yeah. Hiram. Yeah, I'm which assuming. I'm okay with, so. I'm like, well, let's get at least one of them which God which which lends to the theory that the mommies will save riverdale come together yeah yeah, yeah. that's very possible yeah. um so then it cuts to riverdale high and sorry actually we didn't finish moving on from <laughs> one more second with hermione i just also love the fact that she walk waltzes into the Prembrook and like like open arm, like oh Veronica, you literally were about to kick you her ass out last episode. Literally ditched fuck? your kid. Yeah, no, like like nothing is forgivable. Yeah, like, she's like nothing. Like she just watched it as if nothing happened. happened. I was like, girl, I remember, and I'm sure she remembers. Yeah, like, Your ass should be forget. out on the street right now. Anyway, so then it cuts to Riverdale High, and Jughead sees a lineup in the front of the, the principal's office. And he asks Dilton, who's in line with a bunch of comics, like, what's happening? And he says, like, oh, Featherhead's buying all of our comics. 
and Jughead's like, that sounds really fishy. There's something up his sleeve. Like, he wanted to get rid of them, like, five minutes ago. So, like, what's going on? Why would he be buying them? Then, of course, it shows the final scene. Later that night, in front of Riverdale High, there's a bonfire and a protest against comics. Um, and there's a giant fire. Everybody's throwing them into the fire. And the final line is, how does a fire start? Well, sometimes, if you're not careful, right on... F- right in front of your doorstep Mm -hmm. um which i also thought was interesting because if you recall was it two seasons ago or last season there was a fire that was started by the ghoulies in front of archie's doorstep yeah yeah so i thought there was like a nice little kind of mishmash but that was the episode i feel like it was we blasted kind of through that because i feel like there was little things here and there um it was it was the episode. It it was it. It was, was it. it. It was it. Uh yeah. <laughs> it was it. That's I, how we uh, describe the episode. It was it. <laughs> I was excited for Daddy. Yes. I wish Daddy stayed longer. Me too. That's that's my only that's only my, my only big qualm about this whole thing. Um, are we ready to get into our recap roundup? We are. Let's <laughs> do it. Recap roundups. Best, best moment. moment. What was your best moment? My best moment is going to be the Varchi kiss. Just because it made me all warm inside. And I was like, like, oh, I missed this like back and forth. And I did miss them on screen. And I think it was so organic. And I believed it. Yeah, for sure. And it was an enjoyable, like we said, like, I think it's an enjoyable moment. I think it was believable. I think it made sense. And I was into it despite everyone else's protests against it. Yeah. My best moment is going to go to Veronica's monologue yeah. because, like I said, I think it's kind of like a good encapsulation of like her character, um, who she is, how she has to like deal with her dad and her big daddy issues. So really well done. WTF, WTF moment. moment. What's your WTF moment? WTF moment, it's going to go to Grunz for me, Miss Grundy, because I just really never thought I would see her again. And yeah. especially because they did the, the teacher storyline. Like we have that lady. For sure. Jordan, and like just to <laughs> see Grunz. Lady. I was like, whoa. Uh. Yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. She was one of my WTS, but I also put down the Varchikas because I was shocked. You were shocked. I mean, yeah. shocked in the sense that like I, I saw the promo and we know <laughs> yeah. that it happened. But and that's why... Sometimes it was also I feel like don't show that in the promo. Don't show Let's be things. really surprised. I know? know. I would have been so gagged if that like if we saw that for the first time. Um, it's just all these seasons later, they're still just trying to bait people with yeah, their no, trailers. Like actually. <laughs> MVP. My MVP is our girl Baranica. Baranica. I just really appreciated her this this week and yeah. I loved her poem and you know she was just really on top of her game she protects her family at the end of the day like and she said her things as, as much as she like hated her parents like she was still talking shit with them so that was good you know right and she yeah. like demand like and she demanded what she wanted and she yeah. got what she wanted so yeah. like everything kind of worked out for her yeah. to a degree i mean she's obviously also emotionally damaged but it's fine um my mvp is gonna go to cheryl so we didn't really get a chance to talk about like Cheryl and like what she ends up doing too much. Um, I know that in the context of this time period, like there she doesn't really have much of a choice. But the fact that like they have to once again hide themselves to just be themselves, and she ended up having yeah. to give up the vixens and all that. It all kind of still sucks. It kind of leaves like a little bit of a bittersweet taste in your mouth because you're like, did you win? Did you really give the middle finger to your dad? Because yeah. you're still lying to the rest of the high school. 
I don't know. But either way, I still think that she's an MVP because I think that those are conflicting feelings to have. Yeah. You're a 50s kid in high school and you're a lesbian and you got a girlfriend. And ultimately, and like, she sacrificed not easy. Her, her lifeline, which was the vixen. Right. Which she, like, was, she was like, okay to give she it was up. Obsessed with. So yeah, that's she's huge, like, this right? Is, that's huge. Yeah, for sure. LVP. LVP. You know, I'm just going to have to give it to mommy and daddy just Ooh. for their, for their appearance. Yeah. And for their lack of being present for their daughter, and yes. like, yeah, I just, yeah, and also just like not enough for us. I not think. enough I think for that, us. Yeah, like we the we wanted more, yeah. more mommy and Fanny. Um, my LVP is gonna go to Frank. He only had a one quick scene, but I was just disappointed to see him slowly like decline once again yeah. to that like crappy person that he's been. Yeah, the, the best, best line. line. What was your best line? Best line is gonna go to Cheryl in the beginning when she was like talking about oh and she's like yeah especially the first season it kind of went downhill after that <laughs> it's so like, i was ooh. dying on like we were dying on twitter so like i'm like yeah they heard us freaking talking shit on riverdale after yeah because their first season was really the best season, season and it really did went, go downhill Absolutely. after that yeah for sure um my best line is gonna go to back to veronica when she says her monologue she says unhappy that i am i cannot have I cannot heave my heart into my mouth. I love your majesty. According to my bond, no more nor less. She does it way better than I do, obviously. But basically talking about her devotion to her father. Yeah. Which I thought was really powerful. Devoted to you. Okay. Let's get into some recapper roundups. Let's do it. Um, Who we got going? Yeah, we got going. We got... Oops. We got... I don't know what's happening here. <laughs> we got Sierra N. Yeah. Seven thirteen. Maybe my last recap roundup. Who knows? <gasps> Why? Where are you going? As we got news that this season will stay in the fifties. What? Ooh. This is really infuriating as the characters and storylines we have loved for six years have now just been completely wiped away and all. But guys, I feel like you're getting too ahead. Too ahead. Maybe they're going to be in the 50s, but they will still realize that they discovered like the real timeline. You know what I mean? Right. We don't really know what we don't know. Maybe they're just right trying now. to like tease us that it's going to stay like it could stay in the 50s. Yeah. But they still know who they really are. You know? Yeah. Like what is the context around that? Anyway. Yeah. So yeah, just wiped away. Sounds like they're just cheese. I really had hope this season was going to do something really interesting, but all this filler and time wasting, and I'd hate to bring lots of negativity to the next seven episodes. It just depends. Oh no. Well, you think you should still like listen to us? Stick around. MVP, yeah, just listen to our podcast. <laughs> MVP Cheryl, Tony, Kevin, Clay. I love their group. This episode, Cheryl not going along with her father's orders was really nice to see, and I wish they had been here earlier because all four's dynamic was really refreshing and interesting. And the scene of them fake dating was so funny, and I actually liked over the be- over Betty and Kevin slash Cheryl and Archie as this was intentional on both ends so it just made it almost funnier to watch LVP obviously the old white men brigade like they are every episode annoying AF Hiram yeah. Lodge because like I really love Mark Consuelos don't get me wrong but I don't need Hiram back anymore like he's a broker broken record at this point and while I didn't mind the storyline he had this episode I'm just over him as a character in general I wish we had more Hermione because at least in the past six seasons she didn't much compared to Hiram so her having the spotlight this episode would have felt much better fair points they're fair points for sure i think that's fair points but it's like what we were saying from the top like 
if they had given Hiram 100%. what he needed to like yeah, yeah. make that relationship with Veronica, then I feel like it would make more sense. Yeah. Um, and Agreed. then we were kind of left with not enough anyway. So yeah. Best yes. moment, probably Cheryl going against her father. WTF moment, literally any other moment, I didn't like this episode one bit. S line, especially the first season, it went downhill after that. Another WTF was bringing Grundy back. We did not need to see her. I hate that we are redeeming an actual predator. This is some PLL slash 13 reasons why level BS. Ooh, girl. All right. Okay, I'm not going to read the rest, but we can post it back on our Instagram later. Mm. Um, I think we have on Twitter. Who is up on our Twitter? Mackenzie L. Burns. Yes. Um, best moment, Cheryl giving Evelyn the vixens and forsaking being a vixen by choosing to stand with Tony and Clevin as hiding, putting as hiding, outing them is a worse fate than keeping her precious vixens alive. Another tip right. on bending towards justice. Wow, that's a great yeah. point. WTF moment bringing back Miss Grundy may not be as it seems, but the name is still triggering for viewers of the show because of how the show's history with said character. Also, now they have decided the old white man club is not going to pay students such people to sell them their comic books. This comic book storyline gets weirder and weirder by the episode. Plus the random AF Barchi kiss, which seems like it was only there because Hiram was in the episode, not because it really added anything to the plot. As it seems like it was thrown in to fill airtime. MVP, Cheryl once again doing the most this week by challenging the status quo and making sure her and her friends are protected at all costs. LVP, the old white men club, aka Featherhead Clifford and Weathers for firing Miss Thornton over baseless accusations only to seemingly bring in a potential predator into the school. Also, honestly, hire him for the return of a major villain slash Veronica's dad. It didn't wow me like I expected it to. This is a character we've known for seven seasons and it wasn't really special. Best line, I want to know your dreams, your desires, your hopes and fears. This is your newsletter. This is Teen Mystique. A, f- a form for all the thoughts and questions you're otherwise too scared to share. Send me your letters anonymous- anonymously to the P.O. box below. You can address them to the girl next door. I love that. Teen I love Mystique. that. Teen Mystique. Words have power, Archie. Use them for good. Make the world a better, freer place. Love it. Oh my love god, it. that was so good. That was good. That was good. I think we have one more. I just don't wanna Yeah, let's not miss them. Who else we got going on? Uh, okay, Shoney Five on it. Best moment. Cheryl making a joke to Hiram that his show went downhill after the first season. So funny. <laughs> I love when everybody all makes fun of themselves. WTF moment, the gay witch hunt, and the Varchi kiss. MVP, Cheryl. LVP, Evelyn, Penelope, and Clifford. Oh my god, we didn't even say Evelyn for LVP. Oh my god, That's true. how like, irrelevant she is. She's so irrelevant, yeah. Best line, and may Evelyn ever never fall off the top of the Vixen Pyramid and break her <laughs> yeah, scrawny little neck. I love that. That was good. And I get they have to show everything because it's the last season, but they ruined Varchi for me. I get them having Varchi, but Varchi never seems to get going. Then it's yeah. Betty being horny and wanting everyone, including Reggie and Veronica. I know Varchi are endgame, but come on there's only less than 10 episodes or so left yeah also pause is reggie gone what's the deal no, he was oh he was he was, was he was he in the he was there scenes? and by the way like when cammy posted the footage of the last episode like reggie was there so he like, is i'm there. sure he's gonna okay. be there yeah because they did mention like he does mention like oh i want to finish the season and i thought that like and we anyway. talked about yeah we were like that's not the end of the season though that's just like the f- like right right right, right 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 okay so he'll be back yeah um, well, thank you everyone for your roundups. That was kind of a surprising like change. I didn't realize that there was so many people who didn't like it. Um, yeah. you know, I think like we've been saying, like we just have to 
bite down hard and just One never let go until the final. You'll look episode. back and you'll miss this. Trust me. Yeah. Everyone listening right now, one day you'll look back and you'll miss this like community that we've all created, whether or not the yeah. show is good or bad or it's crazy or it's weird. Um, so just enjoy the ride because yeah. it's almost done. So And I think it's worth talking about, right? Like even if like you like MB just mentioned, like this community that we created is a community where we can kind of disagree with each other, debate with each other why you did or didn't like something. Yeah. Like that is the point. The, this is the point. This is literally the point of the show is like to have the dialogue, right? So, yeah. anyways, let's um, do the damn thing. Let's, let's just do finish the off the season let's right. Do the damn thing. Thank you. Um, with that, I would like to thank our patrons of the episode. Uh, we have our rewinder squad. We have White, Cliff, Hannah, Julian, Haley, our lit rewinders Tina, Ann, and Kate, and our mommy rewinders Becca, Sarah. Thank you so much. Mm, thank you so much to our Patreon family. If you would like to join our Patreon family, check us out at patreon.com slash recap underscore rewind. And also make sure you're checking us out on all of our socials, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, and TikTok. You can also find us on Google Podcasts, Spotify, iTunes, anywhere you listen to podcasts. Like, subscribe, follow, review, and comment to stay engaged with us at Recap Rewind. Thanks so much for listening. Bye. Bye. Oh.